Now, around 400 Koreans arrived home yesterday from Israel on chartered flights provided by the Israeli government in accordance with an entry ban on Korean citizens, which of course came after a group of tourists on pilgrimage to the country tested positive for COVID-19 upon their arrival in Korea. Speaking to media, some of those who returned yesterday said their movements were extremely restricted during their time in Israel as the number of confirmed patients here continued to climb and that all Koreans were treated as if they were already COVID-19 patients. The government estimates there are about 500 Korean visitors to Israel still there and is consulting with the government on when to bring them back, how to bring them back, I guess, as well. To get a better sense, though, of what's happening, let's speak with Chan Wai Lam, who's been a tour guide in Israel for 15 years. Thank you very much for taking the time. Hi, good morning. Can you start by telling us more about the sites that the Korean tourists on pilgrimage would have visited and how they might have exposed others, like the general Israeli public? Um. They mainly stayed at a lot of churches because it's a Catholic uh, pilgrim group. So it's not a lot of interaction with the local people, but more with um, foreign tourists. But they say they stay in um, local hotels, especially when they arrive in Jerusalem. So they were uh, a lot of time in the old city, and they stay in one of the very big hotels near the old city area, which a lot of local people also stay there. I think that is um, this is where the major concern is. And when they were in some national parks, in some antique sites, um, they took pictures with uh, local school kids. So that caused a lot of panic, and the Ministry of Health has announced that those people who are in contact with them for a very close distance, they have to be um, quarantined. So that causes like about um, 400 people to have have to stay at home until uh, the 14th day that they have meet them. So Israel had already been fairly strict on this, had already mandated quarantine for Israelis returning home from Thailand, Singapore, Hong Kong, Macau and China, and now banning Koreans from entering, as well as uh, those from Japan, after one of its own citizens from the Diamond Princess cruise ship was tested positive for the uh, COVID-19 infection. Can you tell us a bit more about the Israeli government's quarantine measures and and response to this outbreak? Uh, It started with China. So whoever have returned from China, they have to uh, stay at home for 14 days without, um, you know, contacting with their family members, not going out. And then it expands to Macau, Singapore, and Hong Kong last week. And But, you know, it's not really enforced, even though if you... Um, violate these uh, quarantine regulations, it's a criminal offense, but nobody really checks you. So uh, we do not know if people are really, you know, following these rules. With this ban, though, on Koreans, Foreign Minister Kang Kyung-hwa here has said she's deeply concerned about incidents of xenophobia and hatred, discriminatory immigration controls and arbitrary repatriation programs against individuals from the affected countries. What are your thoughts on this being a potentially racist move? I think Israel basically is very sensitive to racism because it has um, a history of uh, 
you know, the Jewish people being the target of anti-Semitism and discrimination. But I think it's more like a concern of their health, and people are very, uh, they do not know uh, what is expecting, and so they react. Um, sometimes we also, as, you know, Israeli residents, some people didn't behave well, but I don't think it generally will become like a racist approach, generally speaking. And people here generally are welcoming tourists, especially tourists from the Far East. Indeed. I mean, it's a big business, I presume, for Israel, the, these pilgrimage tours in particular, but various other reasons for visiting. What, what has your own experience been like being originally from Hong Kong, I understand? Have you experienced any kind of discrimination? Um, not really, but I I have seen, but usually, you know, small kids or, you know, for a weaker population that they do not have very good information on what exactly this coronavirus is causing. So they are scared and they may run away from you and people who are very sensitive may feel they are offended. But I personally think it's understandable it can happen to me as well. Um, so I think it's just a measure that um, I will say people are scared of the virus, but not at me as because I'm Chinese or have Asian face. I personally can understand that, but I can also understand people, they feel bad that people are running away from you. Right. I mean, it's a time of great sensitivity, and we've been going through the same kind of questions here with the response to Chinese tourists or foreigners generally at times, which is ironic considering where South Korea currently is with this outbreak. But what would you say the the public response has been like there, Uh, aside from questions of discrimination? Have you also seen people being concerned about Israeli government being too harsh on other countries, or or are they generally supportive? I think the public are supportive because they they know once there's an outbreak of the coronavirus disease here, there won't be enough. Uh, it's relatively a very small country, and, and we have very big pressure on the public uh, health system and the hospitals. So people know there will be a very big problem. So people know it's causing inconvenience, and it doesn't sound good from the outside. It doesn't look good from the outside, but on the same time, I think people concern most about the health, but I think some of the people also think oh, the government could have done a little bit better um, in accommodating, you know, like two days ago when the Korean tourists, uh, after the news was exposed, so many Koreans, after the returning home, they're, they start having symptoms and they're confirmed to carry the virus. So hotels are not willing to take them in because mm. they don't want to get infected. So, so they left nowhere to go. And, and I think things can be done better. Understand. The Korean tourists feel better. Well, especially as we come back to this question of how to handle the tourism issue. It's actually one of those major areas of global economic impact from airlines to presumably tour guides. How has your job been affected? We're unemployed because I'm Chinese-speaking, so no tourists from China, Singapore, or Hong Kong or Macau is allowed. 
Taiwan is still allowed, but it's not a major tourist uh, source. So actually, our work and we're expecting with the outbreak of Italy and maybe more tourists will be influenced. But, you know, this is the nature of our job. So we have thought about it and then everybody has some other plan. Maybe we take a break and study something. Just hopefully things will pass and people will stay healthy. Great sympathy for those who don't necessarily have the luxury. Um, Chan Wai Lam, tour guide based in Israel, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Have a good day.